Hello, and thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Awakening Miracles. My name is Alita McDaniel. I am your host. Now, today we're talking about seeing others through the eyes of God, practicing a level of forgiveness that is such at a soul level that we've no choice but to heal. So I'll ask you this. Have you ever been drawn to meet someone from across the room, having no clue why or how you may be connected? What about other people that you feel an instant sensation of needing to get as far away from as humanly possible? It's almost as though like our instincts tell us who to trust and who not to trust. Wait a second, hold on. If we're such good judges of character, why then is it that some people, maybe even you, still struggle attracting people into your life who are toxic and draining of your energy? See, instincts, while pure in our infancy, tend to become tainted by our circumstances and the programming that we gain over life. The more we separate from the divine love that is God by focusing on lack and scarcity over time, the less we trust in people who embody this similar form of unconditional love. It literally feels like we repel these people without even trying. And I know you know how what I'm talking about. Like, I know you know how this feels. We've all been through it. These errors of the mind, because these are errors of the mind, according to A Course in Miracles, are literally caused by a vibrational alignment with the physical manifestation of limit and lack consciousness. So we are literally becoming the consciousness of lack and scarcity and limits such that our entire world vibrates more of the same. Everything that we're putting out, because we think it, we project it, we get more of it, right? And we're just responding to the outside world that keeps vibrating the same of what we're putting out. So for example, here's a, a perfect example from, from my perspective, right? You could take a person who's adamant about not getting into the same type of relationship that he or she has been in repeatedly in the past, right? Put them in a room full of eligible candidates, like a room full of eligible candidates, and he or she will inevitably choose the same type of person that they're trying to be away from because he or she is oblivious to the pattern running the actual choice. Hence, our instincts will actually draw us to those who feel like a match because they are in vibration, in consciousness, or will be drawn to those we think we can save. Again, another match because they represent the parts of us that we feel need to be saved. And we end up falling into the same destructive patterns we've done time and again. So in order to correct this, this error of the mind, we've got to go within. We have to begin accepting healing for ourselves on a soul level. A Course in Miracles states that the miracle worker must never confuse right and wrong mindedness, responding to any form of error with anything except a desire to heal is an expression of this confusion. So again, I ask you a question. How many times have we ended up in a relationship on the basis that it was our, have we ended a relationship on the basis that it was our partner's fault, not ours, for all the grief that we experienced? Think about that one for a second. 
How often do we actively look for fault in others in order to help them be better when we're not willing to take our own advice, right? We hear the words leaving our mouth and like, man, that's some really great advice. Oh, I should probably do that too. And yet we don't. I cannot begin to tell you how many prospective clients come to me with a desire to save the world when they are the ones who need to be saved. You see, we get so wrapped up in our own baggage, oblivious to how it's running the show, that we attract people into our lives who reflect the very things we don't want to see in ourselves. Then we point the finger and blame at them for being the cause of our suffering. When in reality, they're only a mirror to the part of us that caused that initial suffering. And as A Course in Miracles tells us, like we have to seek only desire for healing, not the cause for blame. So it's imperative also to not go into blaming ourselves from a place of judgment, right? We've got to be aware of what stance we're taking in the responsibility of our mistakes. See, I've often said to my clients that guilt is a belief that I made a mistake while shame is a belief I am the mistake. And there's a big difference between the two. When we let guilt turn into shame, we go down into a very, very dark hole. There is no amount of forgiveness that can touch us. We're so riddled with pain, so disconnected from God, that even the thought of forgiving ourselves seems inconceivable. We've literally become the judge and the jury, guilty until proven innocent. However, this is like a perfectly packaged gift. It's, it gives us the chance to practice absolute surrender in the healing process. A Course in Miracles tells us that miracle-minded forgiveness is only correction. Let me say that again. Miracle-minded forgiveness is only correction. It has no element of judgment at all. The statement, the Father, forgive them for they know not what they do in no way evaluates what they do. It is an appeal to God to heal their minds. There is not reference to the outcome of the error. That does not matter. So think about it. How often have we prayed for God to fix someone, something, or even us for being broken? Assuming we had some need for a specific outcome, we tend to forgive based on blame rather than surrender. Tell me if this sounds familiar. I forgive you for hurting me. <laughs> the statement in and of itself is an error <laughs> because we're seeking, we've got to seek healing for their mind and our minds, not in blaming, right? and saying that it's their fault that we chose to respond in hurt. We can almost feel ourselves looking to wrong others and ourselves to prove how broken we and they are, right? It's so much easier than surrendering. In this way, we're in a constant state of trying to fix the problems of the world and literally carry the burden of others as though this will by some chance make us whole and forgiven of our wrongs. And it won't. So to practice forgiveness on an absolute surrender level allows us to correct our self-belief, self-worth, 
and our vibrational magnetism by letting go of the need to judge. In turn, what we begin to attract begins to match more of what we truly want and who we believe we are. Wouldn't that be nice? It literally gives us a chance to release our need to dictate the flow of others' lives. I know for you control freaks out there, that's really tough. <laughs> and it, we can release our demand, right, for controlling the world around us by instead taking ownership just of how we show up in life. A Course in Miracles gives us a great affirmation to draw upon in these times. It goes like this. I am here only to be truly helpful. I am here to represent him who sent me. I do not have to worry about what to say or what to do because he who sent me will direct me. I am content to be wherever he wishes, knowing he goes there with me. I will be healed as I let him teach me to heal. And so I ask you, what can you forgive in yourself? Or how can you forgive yourself in this deep, soulful way? What can you let go of in order to surrender to this healing? And what shifts need to occur in your mind to allow yourself to be healed from the afflictions of your previous self-judgment? I hope the message today touched you in some way maybe sparked a new way of seeing yourself and your potential for greatness in the world. If this message resonated, please do feel free to subscribe, share this message with anyone you feel would also need to hear it. And I look forward to chatting with you in the next episode. Have an incredible day. Thank you so much for joining. Namaste.